0: priority for development this year? Is it a personal, business, family, career?
1: I'd say a mix of personal and business. I'm really working to deepen, uh, deepen personal relationships this year and business relationships. So lots of following up, lots of active listening, asking people, how are you doing, checking in with people and really strengthening those, those connections that I've made over the years and, and honoring those connections
0: those are, those are huge personal power steps.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's
0: a, that's a big, that's a big one. I like the category. Um, so, all right. If you had uh, three books or three resources to recommend to visionaries, what would they be?
1: Three books or three resources. Okay. So the first one would be, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. It's a book all about how you are you are the most powerful person in your life, and any change that you make starts with you. Uh, the second would be the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, and that is all about um, putting those steps into action. How to live your best life? So with those four agreements, and I, I'm not sure I have a third. Those two are kind of my top two. I'm, <laughs> I'm stumped for the I'm third idea. It.
0: <laughs> hey, that's the concise. It's like, you know, give me the three steps to get to Starbucks. And you're like, well, it's right next door. Um, you're like, even better. Um,
1: You know, like,
0: <laughs> I don't need three steps. So great. Those are excellent resources. Um, I'll share one of our growth goals for this year, if you don't mind. One that I mm-hmm. want to publicly hold myself accountable so we make it happen. One of the things that I'm hoping our team will get in the position to do is when we talk about these resources in the front end of the program, I want my team to... Get the resources posted on Twitter, tagging the author and saying, We're talking about you live on Vision Pros right now. Come and join us. And maybe these individuals, these authors and the Robert Kiyosakis of the world will jump in with us um, and it will a little bit derail our episode. But wouldn't that be cool?
1: That'd be very cool and a great way to promote promote yourself on social, boost social engagement, because not only will you be connecting with the author, but anybody who's interested in that author is going to see what you're posting as well. So it's a great way to grow your brand and grow your audience as well.
0: Absolutely. So honoring the theme of relationships, um, right? and, And looking out for our relationships. So Everybody, we'll be right back. I'll do a proper introduction for Christina Lawrence. And thanks for tuning in to Vision Pros. All right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live with Jackson Callum. I'm your show host. We will be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Hey there, and welcome into Vision Pros Live. I'm your show host, Jackson Callum, founder and CEO of First Class Business. Today is Casual Tuesday and probably Taco Tuesday. We need to make the most of both. Um, anyway, I'm excited to have Christina Lawrence on board. We're gonna be talking about beyond words, which makes me think maybe we should just meditate the entire time and and not use words. But No, that's not what it's about. It's about using our words intentionally. It's about building genuine connections to the power of your own personal story and why your personal story matters so much to others. If you don't believe that, um, well, blessings to you. Um, probably not your your show and your cup of tea. I believe it one hundred percent. Hence, why the podcast there it is is named Vision Pros. Um, vision is all about story and our ability to convey that to others. So that's why I'm happy, super happy, to have an expert on to talk to us about that. Before we bring Christine Christina on stage we're going to talk about the sponsors. These are affiliates of mine. These are people that I work with and believe in. Um, Neither one of them pay for their sponsorships, by the way. Um, Secret alert on that. Um, If somebody did, you'd be, uh, feel free to ask me how much. I think it's, uh, I was watching a YouTube video on, uh, I think it was Think Media and I was thinking, they said that Envision partnered with them on the episode. And I wanted to know so badly, you know, what does that agreement look like? How do they structure? The payment that occurs between them is it just an affiliate link? Do they get free access to software, etc.? Maybe I could ask them too, but I found myself a little bit hesitant and scared to ask what if this ruins my relationship with them forever? What if they don't appreciate the fact that I'm asking that publicly of them, etc.? I'm telling you right now, you can ask us anything you want to about what's going on with our business, we'll be happy to talk to you about it. So, sponsors the Wellness Shop 365 and what Sean Lechuga has built. Um, I really want to show the new page. So Cynthia, si tienes acceso a la página nueva que estamos construyendo, construyendo in, in Go High Level, be fantastic. I was just asking, uh, I'm putting her on the spot, seeing if, um, if Cynthia has access to the new page. Um, this wheel right here, the 365 Harmony of Life Wheel Assessment, this is their core for what they do. They instruct people on how to find wellness beyond health, beyond the typical vitamins and the the things that you can eat and also the workout plans which are all important but also looking at the all-encompassing factors of joy spirituality creativity creativity finances home cooking um you know home environment relationships etc they have a beautiful family i appreciate what they're putting down and what they're creating it's going to be fun to see how far um the wellness shop 365 goes over the course of this year pay attention um, it'll be fun to watch then there's melissa gray with the Lost spot and the LostSpot.com. Uh, is where you can go for legal advice from somebody who is not only an attorney who can get things done, but she's also high. um, She's a high nurturer. She believes that law does not have to be complicated, and she's able to simplify that for people who need to understand it better. And when I say need to understand it, the worst part about legal counsel is we sometimes as entrepreneurs don't go to it until we need it, at which point uh, it can be a little bit too late or we're in a position where we kind of just have to take first come first serve wherever we hire. And sometimes those retainers can be astronomical. Um, and the templates that are out there aren't necessarily bad to have in your back pocket, but having somebody who's there to protect you when you need it matters because you just never know when somebody's going to be um, coming after you legally speaking, or when Apple's going to patent your software like they did when I was co founder, junior co-founder of Restaurant Connect, um, you know, and whoa, like what a shock, what a day what a scary situation instead of spending four hours wasting my time on that reality. And I had legal counsel that I could trust um, and confide in. I probably could have spent 30 minutes on it, calmed down faster and gotten back to work right away rather than trying to read the entire document myself. So there's a lot of benefits to having the right person by your side to free you up, to focus on your vision and the fulfillment of your vision. Then there's the water project. I wish I had my water bottle beside me. Um, you know, how many of you have thought that? And yet there's millions of people who don't even have access to clean drinking water, something that I take for granted every single day. Um, and this this water project, their program, they actually have built this kind of like a Kickstarter a crowdfunding campaign where these communities are, are selected based on how difficult it would be for them to access help. And in addition to that, how many people live in the communities? You get to see that and you get to see what the planned project looks like. And if you contribute to the project, they give you updates to let you know that the project comes to fruition. Um, And I think that's just one of the most amazing, transparent uh, causes that I've seen. And it allows me to know that what I've contributed has gone to people who absolutely need it. Plus, we've now created a, a system. For, that will create generational impact possibly for decades to come um, by allowing people to have their, their basic needs met. So if you have a cause that you'd rather see supported, and by the way, here's a little bit of an insight into the progress for the wellness shops um, brand. You can see the landing page that's under construction, this new logo. This is what resonates with Sean as a visionary leader of the brand. Um, you know, This is what he knows the vision needs to be. And we honor that and you know, the right people, of course, will be attracted to that. And the 365 Harmony Life of Life wheel will get adjusted as well into a UX, UI, user experience, user interface that will allow people to say, wow, I want to know more about that. One of the challenges that his brand is going through right now is one that I see 99% of entrepreneurs faced with. They put so much content on their website because of search engine optimization that doesn't really matter that much, especially for smaller brands. That you're verbal vomiting on your on your potential prospects and then they're getting confused and saying well i really liked what he was or what he said but when i go to the website oh overwhelm the confused mind says no and so we're helping him back pull back all that content and reassess how do we position all of this so that it's clear where each component belongs so that the audience can then say you know what i i do want to learn more about that if your brand is suffering with that then i highly recommend getting help first class business of course can do so personal plug probably first time i've ever done that on the show then there again we talked about the water project already if you're not in a position to give back then we would ask that you just share it with those that, that you know and also if you have a cause that's more important to you that's that's bigger on your heart and mind right now then please share that so we can support you and what you come across there's eight billion people to help in this world we want to make sure that we're doing our part to do so so Without further ado, um, I'm going to go ahead and share screen real quick and uh, steal that control. I want to go over to Christina's bio because she is the BioWriter.com. That's her website, and you can always pause the video if you're watching. I love that she practices what she preaches. Her story is her bio, and yes, she's got you know her her experiences baked into this, she probably also has a resume. In addition to this, she has a LinkedIn page. But when it comes to talking about her, you know, her about section and and what she does, she very clearly articulates her values. She articulates who she speaks with and what types of person that she is. Um, Some of the words that really stood out to me were creative expression, empathy and honesty. Um, And, you know, that and expressing the story, you know, the uh, your experiences with I'm sorry, let me just read this part. Her love of people on the stories they share by intuitively capturing your experiences with gentle empathy and pinpoint precision. Not everybody wants gentle empathy. And so if you're like, well, I wouldn't want that. Well, you wouldn't be a good client for Christina. Uh, On the flip side, the people who love the the empath, they love somebody who nurtures them through things and that appreciate somebody who's crystal clear with what they do, they're going to gravitate towards this very quickly. And that's that type of clarity is going to help any visionary attract the right tribe, the right audience, the right supporters, the right builders, the right prospects to come and belong with them. So without further ado, Christina Lawrence, champion, scholar, bio writer, radio host, anchor, reporter. Welcome to Vision Pros life.
1: Thank you so much for that warm welcome. Much appreciated, Jackson. And thank you for having me on the show. And thank you to everyone who is tuning in and listening. I appreciate the support and the uh, and the encouragement. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. So let's dive right in. Christina, uh, in your own words, what's your vision for those that you serve? What do you hope to see them accomplish or become?
1: So, my vision for the people that I serve is that, first of all, in my presence, they feel safe enough to express and celebrate their own authenticity and be um, feel safe enough to express who they are as people. And then the next step in that evolution is to feel safe enough and confident enough to express that to the world through their social media pages, their about pages, if they're going to be speaking at an event, um, being confident enough to share their bio with their audience and feeling centered and grounded in what they're doing.
0: Wow, you know, what came to mind with that is JP Sears. Um, I don't know if you know who that is, but he's a comedian, long red hair, does these videos to open people's minds to different paradigms that are hilarious. Um, he's gone on a little bit of a, bit of a political tangent, but he had serious insecurities with who he was before he became a comedian and started going down this entrepreneurial journey and path. And I know what that feels like to, to bottle myself up and to not want to put myself on stage and to want to keep it even cool, etc. cetera. Um, you know, I want to make sure my hair is perfect and all that stuff, right? We, we all have levels of imposter syndrome within us. Um, but what you described reminds me of him. So you said to s- express and celebrate their own, self-impression. Was that the the word choice?
1: Their own self-expression and their own
0: self-expression.
1: Yeah. And their own authenticity as well.
0: And the authenticity. I love that you keyed in the word celebrate. It's one of the most overlooked powers uh, that's, you know, we are often told about hype and excitement and people want to be entertained. And those, those fade fast celebration on the other hand i heard glenn Morshower' best talk i've ever heard motivational talk was present for it it was so good talked about the power of celebration do you mind talking a little bit more about that why do you choose that word what's it mean to you
1: i choose the word celebrate because we're all unique people we're we're as unique as fingerprints and our time on earth is is short really if you think about it and life is too short not to celebrate who you are, um, to, to not fully embrace who you are as a human. When you embrace your own humanity in a way that's honest and true to you, what you do is you create that beautiful ripple effect and you encourage other people to do the same. And I feel like if more people had the courage to embrace their authenticity and celebrate that authenticity, Again, that would create that beautiful ripple effect and encourage others to do the same and bring more joy to the world and bring more, bring more happiness to the world. I feel like that's needed, especially in times like this.
0: I agree. I have to be a little bit irreverent because something came to mind and I love your coaching on this. Um, so authenticity is one of those words that uh, you're always going to be challenged on by, by a global audience. Um, right? People are going to have their feelings about it. But, you know, if I stand up right now and I decide to look to see if I have lint in my belly button um, live on camera, um, that's not that's not necessarily being authentic, um, right? Just because <laughs> I feel like I have to share that with the world, um, right? There's, there's airing our dirty laundry. Um, you know, there's, there's going off topic into territories that maybe aren't healthy to talk about. Um, so, where do you draw the line between being honest and open about everything that happens in your life and being authentic?
1: This is a, this is a powerful question and thank you for asking because when I was crafting my own bio, I struggled with this too. I thought how much of the story do I want to share? Because there's sharing and there's oversharing, right? Um, Some things are private to me and they don't need to be shared with an audience. And to be quite frank, the audience doesn't necessarily care about those details, so it's easier for me to identify that in another human. This is. I the hope human. I go
0: viral for belly belly button lint. right? <laughs> 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 go ahead. Sorry. No, that's
1: fine. <laughs> that's fine. Or like wild curly hair from your walk, right? Um, <laughs> but again, there's there's sharing and there's oversharing, and when I was creating my own bio. I had to ask myself the same questions that I would ask a bio client that really helped me. And I wasn't sure if I should mention the fact that I'm divorced, you know, that's a private, Mm -hmm. that's a private thing. But I do know that when I read stories of people who have gone through similar experiences and they are thoughtful in how they express that, it helps me better understand myself and feel less alone. So it is a bit of a line to walk. However, when you have the courage to share personal details about yourself, like, you know, I'm divorced and I lost my dad, you know, those are two things that soften me to my audience. I'm not so... I'm not so polished and unapproachable that people can't relate to me. I've, I've experienced these real human things without going into excessive detail about how it shaped and affected me.
0: Thank you for that. Um, It's one of my favorite subjects, um, ironically, because of the impact that I've been blessed with the opportunity to to grant. Thanks to the, the hard realities and lessons that come from two divorces. Um, you know, and so not think like, I'm not grateful that I'm divorced and yay. Wonderful. That's the, there's a difference between that and grateful for the experience, um, and learning. So when I was, when I was, uh, before I faced my first divorce, we were in the process of throwing the D word, D word around a lot. I was, uh, very close to publishing two different books. Um, they were both 80 to 85% ready to publish. And I was watching a clip of Jimmy Fallon. Um, and I imagined me being on Jimmy Fallon, um, you know, sharing about this book and I thought, what if he asked me, what does your wife think about this book? Um, you know, what what does she feel about it? And I would have said, Oh, my wife hates me. Um, (laughs) you know, like that, that would not have been my, the, the time to share that. Um, you know, and I felt a real empathy for all the celebrities that go through this process. And I was like, I don't want that right now. I was also very close to launching my podcast back then, but it was going to be called Talking in Circles, driven around principles and talking about principles over and over. But same thing. I was like, this is not the time for me to rock the stage. Not for what I knew about how to share about about myself. It wasn't that I wanted to be inauthentic. The exact opposite. Um, I wanted to make sure that I knew how to talk about my reality in a way that was respectful to my children, that was respectful to... The mothers in this case the mothers of my children um, that addressed reality uh, for what it is Um, but there was a lot to ponder and think through about how am i going to lead and for me it was a season of pause um, where in order to be authentic and thoughtful i needed to take space to understand how i was going to lead through that i don't know if you face something similar it sounds like we're pretty much aligned on that any further thoughts before we move into your vision
1: no, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because had we done, I wouldn't have been ready for this interview, say in 2020, right? Um, things were still quite fresh and I still had some healing work to do on my end. And that goes back to your original thought and question about how much do I share? Um, how many details does the audience really need? And there are places for more details and Maybe you want to expand upon your experiences in an ebook or a physical book, um, but your bio is not necessarily the place to um, tell four or five stories about how your divorce impacted you. So right. I'm very glad you made that distinction that you waited until you were ready to share your story because being authentic requires a level of vulnerability that many people are not comfortable with. Um, however, when you are not authentic and vulnerable and you get on camera, people can sense that they can feel it. They can really feel it. Even if you're getting on a sales call with somebody and you're not being completely honest about who you are and what you represent and the value you provide, people will pick up on that. So it's important to be centered and grounded and confident in who you are and the experiences you've, you've had in your life.
0: Absolutely. I would add vision pros that sometimes people will feel honored and grateful that you held back. And that's, that's that song and dance of knowing when to push and to pull, when to guide, when to be be guided. Um, So there's, you know, for instance, if you got children who are in the process of getting married, and they're in the courtship phase, and they want to pause their engagement, that's a healthy choice. Um, you know, that, that that's an opportunity to, to pause and reflect. That doesn't mean, and maybe they, there's something they don't want to share about themselves. You're in a relationship that seems great. Like if you haven't earned that trust yet or that trust hasn't been established, then sometimes you have to be willing to be patient in order for the relationship to make sense. Um, so while we could say, oh, well, I just, I want to be as authentic as possible so that I can, if, it, if it's so that I can, that selfish motivation Uh, might not be in the best interest of the other person, which could then lead to the relationship moving forward in a way that, um, well, doesn't go as well as you might hope. Um, So lots to consider um, in relation to authenticity. I will share one more story on that. That's John Mayer. You can look this up. Um, John Mayer was interviewed and asked about, you know, who was this particular love song about? I think it was Your Bodies of Wonderland um yeah what was that song and you know and so he's always asked that question i thought man to be grilled on that over and over for the rest of your life like what a what a what an interesting dynamic to have to live with um and you know he was known as dating lots of different celebrity women too which complicates and magnifies the the challenge of dealing with that question but if if a singer faces that um you know over one song um, you know, as an entrepreneur, as your vision comes to fruition, not to scare you off, but to help you prepare yourself, um, you're going to have important conversations with people and people are going to want to know little details that may be unexpected to you. I don't think that um, when he released that song, he was probably thinking, oh, everybody's going to ask about who this is. I know what I've written songs. like, And then, too, what if you get what if you break up with somebody and that song meant so much to you and I have to sing it over and over for 30 years? They go through a lot more difficulties than, than we sometimes imagine. All right, let's digress. Um, what's what to, to a better topic, what's your vision? Christina, what do you see for yourself?
1: Gosh, my personal vision is to deepen my relationships with people that I have in my life and people that I'm about to connect with. I'm big on understanding the value of relationships and connection. Connection is what helps keep us alive and sane I mean without it we we wither and we you know we not to be gruesome about it but without connection we perish so my vision is to provide a safe container for people I have relationships with to come to me and to let me know what's going on in their lives and keep me updated and not just professionally but personally as well. I I really want to establish myself as a container that people can come to and explore their own vulnerability in a in a non-judgmental space because that is what I would like provided to me from people in my circle. So it's said that you need to be what you desire, right? And that's that's what I desire. I desire to have a safe space and I do. I have so many wonderful people in my circle who have supported me through this entrepreneurial journey and i want to give back to them and help them feel like they're not alone in this journey as well
0: wow i absolutely love the power you just threw down to for people it can be so easily overlooked but the intentional dedication to preparing for the people that you're about to connect with um you know and and also knowing how much to prepare right and get back to how much to share um you know and 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 who to do that for if, if you had a line of 8 billion people for instance in front of you um you know it's like whoa how do you how do you put yourself in a position to where you can authentically show up for each one of those individuals and a lot of people would say you can't um and i i beg to differ but we'll we'll leave that question for you vision pros we'd love to hear from you if you have an idea of of how you can authentically connect and prepare for people at scale, um, don't hesitate to drop that in the comments. We'll be happy to engage with the further of the conversation. so um, let's dive into your worst leadership experience ever
1: I'm glad like? I'm glad you asked this question and I stumbled a bit on it when I was thinking about how I would answer, but it ties into the last top the last topic that you discussed about you know eight billion people lining up to to speak with you. Um, my worst leadership experience ever had to do with a client and we didn't establish proper boundaries before we started. This is central to maintaining your own integrity, your own energy is self-care and boundaries. So we didn't establish those, those proper boundaries and he wasn't responding to my emails, wasn't responding to my correspondence, but calling at very inconvenient times. I would be in meetings, I would be scheduled, and it was it was a stressful experience for me not being able to be there for him in the way that he needed. But we didn't establish when good times would be to connect. So that was boundary number one. Boundary number two, we didn't sign a contract either. I'm a big believer in signing contracts and setting those expectations and boundaries ahead of time. So there's no confusion. There's no misalignment ahead of time. So again, and I own this experience. I own my role in this because I was the one who could have created the contract. I was the one who could have set the expectation or set the, um, set the boundary ahead of time that I'm only available certain hours of the day. And if you need me after hours, we can certainly arrange But I need to know ahead of time so that way I can be there for you. Um, Again, setting those expectations and being super clear in communicating what I need and what um, and him being clear about what he needs. So boundaries are super, super important in in business and in life. So lesson learned, set good boundaries before you begin.
0: I love that. And uh, lesson learned lesson to expand on as well. And you expanded on it. And one of the ways that, that most people don't look at, and that's, you know, if, if you're contract bound, like if you're a person who needs to have that written agreement, but you put that on the person who's not contract bound, you can expect a template back that may not reflect very well, what their own thoughts and feelings are too. Um, but also that's that nature of like, if you don't understand legal agreements and how they work it, the contracts, can very much get in the way of fantastic relationships. If, uh, when, when you're, when you're, when you're an amateur with contracts, um, two, about the boundaries and times. So we offer unlimited call support, um, unlimited support with our programs. Um, and on that we offer, I always tell my clients, we offer unlimited support with boundaries. So it's my job to keep in my case, this is not for everybody right? Everybody's different, but I, I joke with my clients and I kind of make fun of the world and I say, listen, this device right here, this, I control who gets through to me and who doesn't. There's 8 billion people out there. I'm not going to control people and say, Hey, you have to call me at this time and you have to call me at this time. And you have golly, why do, I don't get it. And I'm like, Nope. As entrepreneurs, we got to set our own notifications and boundaries. So if my client calls me at two in the morning and I happen to be up working, I'm excited. I answer just like it's two in the afternoon. If they call me at two in the afternoon and I'm busy, I'm going to get back to them in a timely fashion. And ideally they would schedule in advance what we need, but they have no restrictions to talk to me. And because of that law of abundance mentality, one, almost nobody calls cause it's 2024. Um, two, when we set a constraint with people that you can have one hour of my time per week, people want two hours and people take an hour and 15 minutes. Um, not just the hour. And then they feel like you didn't give them enough and like you restrict because you did restrict them. So there's different ways to look at that and evaluate for you as a visionary. You don't have to follow exactly what the world says just because um, one bank provides 24-7 service does not mean that you have to provide 24-7 service. So a lot of realities on that. I'll give one contract example that I love because business owners, and maybe this will, will help you with, with yours as well, Christina. Maybe you won't. Maybe maybe we agree to disagree for the audience's sake, too. Um, but. Companies like DocuSign are destroying small businesses, absolutely destroying them. PandaDoc as well, I, I appreciate what they're trying to do. But the challenge is perception for consumers is reality, right? So if I've worked with 10 different pest control companies, plumbers, roofers, etc., that have all used DocuSign right? To put their contracts together. And I had a bad experience with said entities that my natural inclination in the future is to absolutely scrutinize all future contracts that come across to me in that exact same format. So what ends up happening is two people end up going to battle and they end up up kind of fighting over the process, not based on the existing relationship, but based on the subconscious baggage of the reality of what's occurred in the past. When it dawned on me that, wait a second, what are the big players actually doing in the market? What are the companies that are actually successful? And I realized that, you know what? Christina and I and the rest of you, we all use services all the time, like Facebook, LinkedIn, Pandora, et cetera. And they all have agreements that we bypass and agree to, but they have it right here. Subscription terms, offer terms. I I doubt any of you clicked on this and read through it. But it's there. I'm, there's probably one percent of you who did it. and in the case of our company, we've designed our contract in an exact same fashion with that type of terms and conditions that doesn't stall the relationship and digressing a little bit. I also do a video walking my clients through, here's our contract. Here's why we do what we do. You know what you need to understand of how this language works because I never want somebody to dive in without understanding our service because we're not a simple music program. People are entrusting us with their visions. So there's there's an ebb and flow to this. And I love that, that you brought this up, Christina, because it's one of those dynamics of business that people don't like to talk about because it can be such a high conflict reality and, and there's strong opinions related to it, but strong opinions delicately held give us the opportunity to optimize what it is we're up to. Do you have, do you have any uh, alternative thoughts to that?
1: Um, no, I, I hear what you're saying for sure. I would have to agree to disagree about DocuSign. I, I use DocuSign. I love DocuSign. It's made my business a lot easier. Um, but I feel like the, the meat and potatoes of what we're talking about is, you know, do what works for you in business. That's the most important thing and tap into how you feel And if you've had a bad experience with some of these larger contract providers, you know, like you've developed your own system. And I think that's fantastic. You know, I I appreciate how transparent you are with your clients because people are starved for time. They don't have time to read the terms and conditions anymore, really. They're just onto the next, onto the next, onto the next. And being as transparent and clear as you can be in business is something we can all get behind and something we can all appreciate. So I appreciate your insight and feedback on that.
0: That's amazing. So you you do have an alternative view, um, and I, I appreciate I that. That's that's huge because and it, it it captures the essence of what's most important about this, which is my my villainization, um, if you will, or what can be heard as that of the docu signs and the proposifies, is not to say that the that the program is bad. It's the implementation. It's the process of how people choose to implement it and use it. And I would I would also caution people. I never said don't read it. I said most of you won't read it. I read almost every single thing that I sign and I often send back changes, highlights, things that I need adjusted and say, if you want to work together, then we need to we need to work through this. So be diligent. Be very careful um, as you as you listen to these types of advice that we provide. And by the way, I'm not legal counsel, um, so, so never follow my legal advice. That's, that's not my territory. With that, all that said, thank you again. I, I picked up something, too, that I get to add to my optimizations, thanks to your, your viewpoint. What's your best leadership experience?
1: Oh, my best leadership experience. The most recent one that comes to mind is I wrote a bio for someone who is, um, she's starting up a mental health program, a 10-week online mental health program, and I met her at a networking event, and she shared her story, and I'm connected with her mother, and it was such a beautiful story that she shared. I was emotional at the meeting. I was emotional meeting her, and when they chose me to create a bio for her and for her program, I said, I felt so inspired that I said the words, I feel like I'm the perfect person to do this. I feel like I'm the perfect person to write your bio, and she wholeheartedly agreed. I wrote the bio, and it just came so naturally and so authentically that it it just felt like ease in business. It, nothing was difficult about it, and that that's the most recent experience that I've that I've had. There are there are others I could go on, but I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to monopolize your time, but that is the most recent one, just feeling, feeling so aligned with my clients and, and their missions and the fact that I can be this safe container for them to express and then present that to them in a way that they can feel professional enough to present that to the people who need to connect with them.
0: I very much appreciate the, I feel like, um, you know, I, I have rather than, you know, you're not forcing the issue you're not saying this has to be the way it, that it's done. Um, you're just expressing clarity that, that you had that strong desire, um, that conviction, um, that, 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 would be an opportunity, but respecting the fact that she also, you know, had to feel that way. Um, so that's, that's a really neat story. What's, uh, if this was the last lesson you could ever share with visionaries, what's the powerful lesson that they can learn from your experience?
1: Oh man, this is the best thing that I came across is, the knowledge that in the infinity of time and space there will never be another you there is only one you i've said this before you're as unique as a fingerprint and your story is as unique as a fingerprint and jackson there's only one of you who's delivering this podcast in the way that you do and there's only one me who's writing bios in the way that I do. Of course, there are other podcasters on the planet. Of course, there are other bio writers on the planet. But the way we do it is completely unique to us. And having the courage to celebrate and embrace that and share that is so huge to your own confidence and peace.
0: I'm not going to cry. Um, I'm going to agree <laughs> Um, okay. so <laughs> there, i love it um so yes uh and that that crying that celebration man i wish i remember the coach's name that talked about how how you should you know you should cry every day um you should laugh every day um you should you, and he's all it's all about feelings and the opportunity that we have to feel and how we often take that for granted or suppress that capability and um you know what a what a beautiful concept and way to live um and and for me i'll I'll also say what a beautiful truth um so with with that said let's dive into building genuine connections through the power of your story um again beyond the words what what does beyond the words mean to you let's start there
1: well beyond the words to me meant how do people feel after reading your story words are one thing but Feelings are quite another. And when someone reads your story and is interested in what you do and they connect with you based on those experiences that you've shared, that's a feeling. That's a feeling of inspiration. That's a feeling of, I now I really want to connect with this person. And it's a feeling of, oh, I feel understood. This person knows where I'm coming from and can relate to where I'm coming from. And respects where I'm coming from. So to me, beyond words meant the feeling that you inspire in other people based on your shared experiences.
0: I love that. And so let's move towards the building the genuine connections, um, through the story. So, um, let's actually dive towards the higher end, the higher, the more advanced side of this. Um, so what, what, uh, what are entrepreneurs missing? What are visionaries missing um, in terms of their story not helping them genuinely connect? What are some of the elements they can change that they may be overlooking?
1: Sure. One thing that comes to mind immediately is the order of how you share your experiences. Some people, they it doesn't have to be told chronologically is my point. Um, like a movie. Then, right. Some people think, okay, I was born... I went to this school, like they just have a laundry list of accomplishments, which is great. There's nothing wrong with your accomplishments. Of course, celebrate them, highlight them. However, if that's the only thing that you're sharing with people that can come across as a bit off-putting, it can come across sometimes as arrogant. I know more than you do. So therefore you should hire me. And that's not, again, that's not a great feeling that you inspire in your audience. Um, but if you're willing to intertwine your professional experience with some of your personal experience, it makes you more relatable as a human being and paves the way for that genuine connection. It's a way for people to relate to you beyond just what you do. It's a way for people to relate to you based on who you are as a human.
0: Absolutely.
1: I was in line at a
0: networking event and, uh, I walked up behind this, this guy in line and I, I, said, nice jacket, dude. Um, you know, and he turns around with, you know, like swag, like ready. Right, and he, and, you know, he's like, he's like, oh, you got, oh, uh, we are wearing the same jacket. Um, you know, <laughs> and so we, we had this buddy, buddy thing immediately. And, and, you know, and the way he turned around all, all dazzling, you know, right, right. Like I can honor that. That's part of my personality too, in the right moment um and so it's it i didn't say hi how are you um you know hey excuse me can i find out your name you know there's nothing like that and so the stories that we share for our bios they can be dynamic like that in fact if you want to capture more attention then learning to share your story with with a more dynamic voice matters in fact entrepreneurs that are married one of the fastest ways to um send your, your marriage down a spiral towards hell and, and divorce is to fall out of love with the story of how you met. Mm. In other words, just because you've told the story one thousand times per year. Um, you know, what the moment we start introducing and I hope this doesn't break anybody's relationships to, I hope it helps you facilitate a healthy conversation about this. But if you're happy to say, oh, we just met when we were in high school, that's felt that's felt by everybody. Um, you know, if, if, oh, you know, yeah, we, you know, it was 10 years ago. Um, here we are now that's felt somebody feels that, um, you know, and everybody feels that in reality. So. If, even though you've shared what you do, who you are, how, you know, I got to work at Video Power. And I'm like, I got to work at Video Power. We were the number one YouTube ad agency in the world, running some of the best, most viral campaigns of all time. I, I have a, an opportunity to share that as though it was today. That's a gift. That That's actually, a, it's not just a gift. It's a learned skill. That took a lot of practice to be able to get down to, to put myself back into that true emotion. Does the same apply to writing, Christina?
1: I would say so. Yes. And I'm glad you brought up the topic of couples and how they met, because this is a question I ask every couple that I meet. I ask, how did you meet? What's the story of how you met? And most people. Kind of say oh well they'll give that response that you gave you know maybe we met 10 years ago or maybe we they don't give a lot of detail and sometimes i have to i don't say dig but i gently prod you know oh what were the circumstances surrounding your meeting how did you feel when you met this person what was what was the look or what was the feeling that you had when you first saw her or him yeah. And um, yes, it does apply to writing because it's important to have that emotional impact in your bio or any piece of writing that you're creating, whether it's a landing page or a bio or a website, any, any piece of web, any piece of, pardon me, of, of words needs to have that emotional impact. That's how we create that genuine connection is through is through that emotional impact and otherwise it's very dry it's very bland it's very inauthentic it doesn't feel like you're trying to trying to connect it just feels like you're checking it off a list so having that emotional impact is is key when it comes to any sort of content you're creating
0: it's super key Um, I've made a couple of statements today that, that put me in what's called the holy fool territory. Um, Malcolm Gladwell talks about this and, and talking with strangers. And it's the guy who, who, uh, you know, screams, the world is falling apart. Um, and, and, it's usually those people who save society when it actually is. Um, but there's, there's a, sometimes it gets lost in translation, what the person means. So when I said you might be on a fast track towards, Hell, or I said pretty strong, hell and divorce. Um that's that's again coming from somebody who's twice divorced, had to learn some hard lessons about realities with, with marriages and and honoring the process of communications with everybody involved in those realities. And my goal and hope on that is for you to realize you have the opportunity to turn around and go the opposite direction. You have the opportunity to work on these things. If you find yourself facing that reality, then instead of waiting years to try to figure this out or learn after the fact, act today, you know, start, start making those positive changes. Um, and if you improve the quality of your stories, uh, the way you tell your stories, the way that you feel about your stories, it can very much amplify the entire, your entire year. It can amplify everything about who you are. And, and, and therein lies the, the opportunity. So, um, Christina, any final thoughts before we wrap up?
1: Yes, just one. I appreciate so much what you just said about the power lying within you. Um, something Louise Hay says, she's since deceased, but she says, the point of power is always in the present moment. You get to choose, he, in your within your here and now, you get to choose your next move, your next thought, your next action and i think a lot of people forget that in the in the minutia of everyday life they're pulled in a thousand different directions but if you sit with yourself long enough and ask yourself the question what do i need right now or what what do i feel comes next that is that is the point of power that is the point of personal power and you're always in control of yourself and you're always in control of your your next uh, your next step so thank you for highlighting that
0: i love that i appreciate your power and brilliance uh if you want to reconnect with christina lawrence the bio is a great place to go we'll also have links in the show notes on the landing page so that you can see what are the resources she has <clears throat> um, offered there if again if you've got a comment or if you have somebody that comes to mind that could really benefit from this story aka Any entrepreneur um, who's trying to share their story effectively, just know that, again, I'm not I'm not here to to scare people, but the statistics shouldn't be ignored. Ninety six percent of businesses fail within 10 years. The four percent who survive are often struggling tremendously. And most of the time they're so focused on their product or their service um, and what it is they want to deliver today and how they want to deliver and why everybody should love it they disconnect from that story. They're not connecting with the market on why it matters. Why them out of the other million options that we have online, why slow down and take my time with this person? How do, how can I connect with them? Most of them are struggling tremendously with that very, very fundamental step. Some people love to use the word basic. I do too sometimes, but it's fundamental. And if we're missing the fundamentals, we're missing the foundation. We're going to struggle to make the impact that we want to make. I would love to see heal entrepreneurs on that path. The same that Christina is as well. We, we both want that for you. That's our ultimate goal. Also, feel free to connect with us on social media. Like, subscribe to so get notifications about the next events coming up. And if you have a vision to share on visionproslive.com in the top right corner, there's a Be Our Guest button. You're welcome to apply. We would love to hear your story. Um, we'd very likely love to have you on this stage as well. Everybody have an excellent rest of your day.